Good morning, it's Thursday the 24th of February. It's Tortilla Chip Day. Happy birthday, Edward James Almas, Rupert James, Ben Miller and Billy Zane. Airbrake sirens rang out across Kiev as Russian President Vladimir Putin began what he described as a special military operation in Ukraine. Missile strikes and gunfire have been reported in Kiev around the airport with reports of explosions from multiple other Ukrainian cities and Russian Marines in Odessa. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky urged calm. He asked Ukrainians to stay at home as Russia attacks military installations across the country, but he says Ukraine is ready and that he's spoken to US President Biden. At the UN, a debate was underway on the Russia-Ukraine crisis as the first explosions were heard and the Ukrainian ambassador to the UN broke the news. Too late. The Russian president declared the war on the record. Should I play the video of your president? UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres made a heartfelt plea to stop the attacks before it was too late. I have only one thing to say from the bottom of my heart. President Putin... Stop your troops from attacking the Ukraine. Give peace a chance. Too many people have already died. There is immediate condemnation of the Russian attack on Ukraine with US President Biden declaring that President Putin has chosen a premeditated war that will bring a catastrophic loss of life and human suffering. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson too condemned the attacks, promising that the UK and their allies would respond decisively to President Putin's decision to follow a path of bloodshed and destruction. Early in the duel, with a wave of sanctions across the EU and US being directed at Russia, Labour leader Alan Kelly wanted to know whether Ireland would act to prevent Russian oligarchs moving money through the Irish financial services sector. If sanctions in the UK, US and the EU lead to a clampdown on Russian billionaires, there's a likelihood that oligarchs and their shell companies, thousands of them, may seek to use Ireland to continue to funnel money. We will share in, in terms of the, uh, with the European Union, any sanctions and will obviously support all sanctions, including the targeting of the ability of the Russian state to access the European Union's capital um, and financial markets. Mr. for Foreign Affairs, Simon Coveney backed Micheál Martin's undertaking with an application of sanctions in line with other EU partners. The EU stands ready to adopt additional measures at a later stage if needed in light of further developments. Ireland will work to ensure that all EU sanctions are implemented here, including in respect of financial services and the IFSC. Together with our EU partners, We have urged Russia to reverse its recognition, uphold its commitment, abide by international law and return to meaningful negotiations and dialogue without delay. Wednesday saw the Facebook whistleblower appear before the Joint Oireachtas Committee on Media. Frances Haugen left her job at Facebook last year over concerns about how the social giant prioritised user safety. She's particularly interested in Ireland because Facebook's European HQ is located here and the Irish Data Protection Commissioner has significant oversight of the social media giant now known as Meta. You have the power and the responsibility not only to improve online safety for Irish citizens but for people across the world. She's not impressed by the work of the Data Protection Commission so far and thinks it's time for an independent review. The DPC is widely considered to have stepped back from its responsibilities in properly enforcing GDPR. The tech companies on your shores once again got away with it. 
As you create an independent, robust, and effective online safety regulator, you must launch an independent review into the DPC so that it too can start to enforce the law thoroughly. The death of Breonna Taylor, who was shot while in her own apartment during a no-knock raid in March 2020 in Kentucky, led to civil unrest and protests when no police officers were indicted for her murder. Her family subsequently won a civil action and the police department agreed to reform its procedures. Now, two years later, the trial of police officer Brett Hankinson is finally underway, but on charges of wanted endangerment rather than murder. Prosecutor Barbara Wally addressed the jury. This is not a case to decide who is responsible for the death of Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor should not have died that night. The city of Louisville, in a civil matter, paid millions of dollars to Breonna Taylor's family, but the money did not bring her back. Nothing will. Still to come the Smart 7 Ireland edition, things got hot in the desert during Mad Max and the Tinder swindler is still winding up women. Right after this. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome back. It was a busy night of football action on Wednesday with three Premier League games and Champions League last 16 action. It was a busy scoring Premier League night with Liverpool beating Leeds 4-0, Watford losing 4-1 to Crystal Palace and Burnley beat Spurs 1-0 with Tottenham boss Antonio Conte questioning if he's the right man for the job. Man United travelled to Spain to take on Atletico Madrid and were lucky to come away with a one-all draw. The star of the show was 19-year-old winger Anthony Alanga who grabbed the equaliser for United. I've dreamt of moments like this, scoring in the Champions League, um, obviously in a big occasion like this against a top European team like Atletico Madrid it's a, like I say it's a dream come true um, but no it's only first half first half is gone now and second half is in Old Trafford in a couple of weeks so we've got to be ready for that Mad Max Fury Road was a 2015 reboot of the Mad Max franchise that won critical acclaim and picked up 10 Academy Award nominations. It stars Charlize Theron, Tom Hardy, Zoe Kravitz and it was filmed in the brutal heat of the Australian desert. And now a new book by New York Times journalist Kyle Buchanan lists the lid on an extraordinary story of onset drama. Things got so bad between co-stars Charlize and Tom that she demanded onset security after an incident where he was three hours late for the start of filming and that led to a row after she suggested that the producers should 
should fine him $100,000 for every minute he's held up the crew. So did things really kick off? Zoe Kravitz addressed the rumours back in 2017 and, well, it does sound spicy. Did you witness any beef uh, between Charlize and Tom Hardy on the set of Mad Max? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> they were. I mean, it was reported that they didn't get along. Yeah, they didn't I mean, get along. Yeah. They didn't get along. I don't. I. I actually don't know what. Like that. If there was one issue, I just think it was like they weren't vibing. It's been one of the big shows on Netflix in 2022. The Tinder swindler tells the story of Simon Levive, who has a unique approach to Tinder, an approach that's got him into real trouble with the law and has seen him spend time in prison in Finland and in Israel. He's maintaining his innocence, although there are still warrants out for his arrest in several countries as he spoke to Inside Edition. I'm the biggest gentleman in the world. As they call me the Tinder swindler, I'm not a fraud and I'm not a fake. People don't know me, so they cannot judge me. I am not a Tinder swindler. Some of his victims were not impressed by his denials and they popped up on GMB to let the world know exactly what they thought, including Cecile, who lost hundreds of thousands of pounds to Simon. The thing is that this guy is going to lie until he dies. He's never going to admit it. And that's just how he's been living his life since his childhood, actually. So it doesn't surprise me at all. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.